Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Bruce Bandman, the BC United MLA for Abbotsford South, has crossed the floor to join the Conservative Party of BC. Bandman will now join uh, Conservative leader John Rustad in the legislature. And now with two members, uh, will be granted official party status. And of course, one assumes with that more money, resources and staffing and potential attention for, and more attention for the party. Bamman was the BC United critic for emergency management and climate readiness and was elected in 2020 and is a former Abbotsford mayor. Now, Mr. Bamman spoke to our colleague Mike Smith earlier today, and Mike uh, did ask him um, if he believes other BC United MLAs would follow his path and leave the party. Take a listen. Well, I don't imagine I'm going to be on the Christmas list coming up shortly for some of them. Let's face it. I mean, um, they, of course, they're going to be upset. Um, but there are others, and I'll let them speak for themselves. I'm not the only one that is shown uh, increasing uh, discontent uh, within the party. Um, I'm not alone in that. Now, uh, Mike Smith also asked uh, Mr. Bamman uh, why he left. Take a listen. I was unable to be an advocate on behalf of those who elected me. Um, And there was one particular vote um, where it it really wasn't even a legislative vote. And um, I was told, if you are not in favor of this vote, uh, you must leave the building. You you cannot vote against. And I just kept going back to that. And um, I was humiliated. and, And I will say... When I thought about my grandparents, I was also ashamed that I did not speak up on behalf of those in this community that wanted me to speak up on that particular issue. And which, which, is, which issue? That's just one hey, example. Bruce, which issue was that? Which vote are you talking about there? Um, that was the divisive, um, hurtful vote, the, the wedge politics that the NDP put in that had to do with the convoy and, um, and how the pandemic was handled. Uh, joining me now to talk about uh, today's events is Kevin Falcon, leader of the BC United Party. Mr. Falcon, thank you for joining us today. And thanks for having me, Jazz. I want to make sure I give you plenty of time to respond to a lot uh, of what Mr. Bandman's been saying, but there's lots to unpack uh, after today. First of all, your thoughts overall on how things transpired. Were you surprised at Mr. Bandman uh, making the announcement today? Not totally surprised, to, to be honest. Like, you know me, I'm a, I'm a straight shooter. I, I think that you know, we've had ongoing internal management issues around Bruce. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But look, at the end of the day, he's made a decision that he's going to have to explain to those that worked for him, raised money for him, volunteered for him and voted for him mm-hmm. uh, in his riding of Abbotsford South. And I think that if he is so confident that uh, the move he's made is a good one, then he'll do the right thing and resign uh, and then run again uh, as a candidate for the fourth party and see how he does. What do you mean by internal management challenges? Because I think people would want to know uh, the uh, concerns or challenges you have internally that got him to this point. What do you mean by when you say internal management challenges? Well, you know, and, and I was asked that. And look, I'm not, I, I don't want to uh, just go into, I'm, I'm not going to try and badmouth a, a former colleague. I'll just say this, that I think the challenges uh, with Bruce, and, and he talks about all the things he wanted to say. Well, he'll have the ability to say those now. And uh, John Rastad can enjoy 
uh, dealing with that because, you know, quite frankly, um, there's a lot of uh, things that he wanted to say that uh, I think are hugely challenging uh, from, you know, a lot of different perspectives. I'll leave it at that, though. Look, at the end of the day, as I say, um, he's got to explain it to the people that uh, voted and elected him. And I, you know, reminded him when I spoke to him, look at the history in British Columbia of those who have jumped political parties, especially in Abbotsford. It's been political suicide for every one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the decision he's made, and he's got the right to make it. Uh, When you say internal management challenges, I don't don't want to belabor the point, but he just talked about the trucker convoy. Uh, You know, uh, there's been talk potentially of his thoughts on our response to some of the COVID uh, vaccines. Is it safe to say you feel his perspectives, his views do not... Uh, align with the broad mainstream views that most British Columbians have on this issue? No, it's not even that. But what he was referring to, just so your listeners understand, is that, you know, there's a thing in in the legislature called Monday morning motions. And Mm -hmm. the NDP often put forward motions that they try to jam and wedge, you know, our party to take a stupid position so we can change, they can change the channel because they're under attack, say, for their total failure to address uh, issues around the explosion of crime or the failure of them to, Uh, you know, deal with housing affordability when it's now the highest in North America and those kind of things. So what they'll do is they'll put forward a motion saying uh, we want to decry the, you know, the, the, the trucker convoy and everyone that participated in it, that kind of thing. And and so we could just say, well, that's stupid and vote against it because we know what they're trying to do. But often what, what, what the parties do is just say, yeah, right, fine, whatever, and then just move on so that we don't give them that issue to try and uh, change the channel on. Mm-hmm. And Bruce knows that very well. Now, he's the kind of person who would like to say, uh, you know, I'm going to go and I want to make a big fuss about this and fight about it. Well, great, he can go and do that. But, you know, I've got a responsibility to make sure that we're focused on the important big issues that are really concerning British Columbians. And tackling the explosion of crime, dealing with the fact that we've got the highest housing and gas prices in North America and all those other issues Mm -hmm. that people are really concerned about are where we are focusing our attention and we'll continue to do that. Do you believe there are other MLAs like Mr. Bandman said that are also considering leaving BC United? Uh, you know, I, I I think I would be shocked if there's others gonna that are going to follow uh, uh, Bruce Bandman uh, over to his, uh, you know, his little group there. I, I think it'd be very unlikely. We had a very uh, good uh, call today uh, with our caucus uh, talking about the decision and uh, uh, trust. Well, anyway, I don't want to talk about caucus confidences. I'll just say that I remain very confident. We've got a very good group of people that are focused Mm-hmm. and will remain focused on the big issues that are facing British Columbia. You know, people, frankly, this is politics. He can do politics. We're, we're really caring about the big issues that people are worrying about every day. All right, a two-part question for you here. Uh, you know, Mr. Bannon is number two. Mr. Rustad was the first one who, who um, uh, said he was joining the B.C. Conservatives. Uh, now, question number one, do you regret booting out John Rustad for having uh, his opinions that he did on climate change? And uh, I guess the the second question, more than anything, is do you regret the name change? Because some have said because of the popularity of Mr. Polyev, that's sucking up a lot of uh, attention in regards to and helping the B.C. Conservatives, number one. And number two, uh, there's just a challenge of, of getting a new name out there in a very, uh, you know, saturated media market out there. So number one, do you regret booting up Mr. Rusted? And secondly, do you regret changing the name of the party? Okay, so first of all, on the first point, uh, you, you should understand uh, there was no booting out needed. Uh, John made the decision that he just simply could not be part of a team and he would not commit 
to being part of a team. I don't mind that John has totally changed his position on climate change because he has. I mean, it's, it's totally different than the two election campaigns he ran in and the previous positions he took. And I even said to him in caucus, you're allowed to have totally change your opinion. I don't have a problem with that. And we'll have those debates within our caucus. But at the end of the team, like any organization, if you're running a business, you say to your executive team, OK, we've had a good discussion here, lots of good contrary opinions, but here's the direction we're going in, and we all agree to go there. You can't just suddenly move forward with people running in all different directions, or you're not going to win the confidence of British Columbians to be able to, you know, manage and run the province. And so, at the end of the day, John could not commit to saying, uh, you know, whatever changes of opinions that I've now formed, uh, I'm just going to go out there and keep talking about them, regardless of the impact it has on my colleagues or the party. Not acceptable. So, you know, uh, I just said to John, well, if that's your position, then you're not going to be part of the party anymore, because that's just that's basic. Um, you know, that the the second point you make there about the B.C. United name, look, I, the B.C. Conservative Party has no connection with the federal party. The only thing they have going for them is their name. They've been around forever. We've run against the B.C. Conservative Party for election after election. And between elections, they often get their vote will sometimes go up because there's voter confusion, especially when we've got a new name called B.C. United. Do I regret having that new name? Absolutely not, because I actually think United is a really, really important message. Yes, it'll take time for the public to figure that out. And yes, there's some voter confusion that when they ask the question, who would you vote for? They're thinking of Pierre Polyev and the federal conservatives. That will, by the time the next election rolls around, I have no doubt that people will know exactly what BC United's all about. And when they hear Rustad and and uh, band men talk about some of the interesting subjects that they'll be talking about, mm-hmm. I guarantee you they'll be consigned to where they typically end up in elections, at that, you know, 4 to 7% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Now, election uh, is still a year away, and a year in B.C. politics is really a millennia, and campaigns do matter. Do you feel, every, after everything you've gone through uh, over the last uh, 24 hours or so, you can still convince uh, some of your MLAs to run, obviously, and during the next election campaign because of their experience, and do you still think you can attract those uh, quality new candidates that your party uh, needs? Oh, well, this uh, that is an excellent question because, you know, absolutely, like in every, you know, there's always going to be turnover of, of people and, and, you know, there's always going to be people that won't run again in a political party. And, and while we lose the experience and sometimes that's tough, we also have the huge opportunity to bring in new candidates. And I can tell you one thing, I am just blown away by the caliber and the quality of people that are coming forward wanting to run with BC United. And I think it's because, frankly, they know that we are going to be focusing on the fact that nothing in British Columbia is working today. It doesn't matter what area of the economy or, or that anything the provincial government's responsible for, whether it's fighting forest fires not going well, whether it's BC ferries disaster, whether it's housing prices awful, whether it's crime in our streets out of control, drug overdose, worst we've ever seen, I think ultimately people are going to say, you know what, this is not working. And we've got to get some people in there that have the competence mm-hmm. to be able to get us different results. Kevin, I uh, really appreciate uh, you talking to us. I know you have a, had a very busy day and continue to have one. I appreciate you making time for us. No problem. Thanks for having me on, Jeff.